Welcome to the Impact Flame, impacting more than just gaming. Our focus is simply to make a positive impact that branches out beyond just the gaming space and to bring positivity into a much clearer perspective. Be a part of the live show Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv backslash the impact play or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, AHA Radio, Overcast, and so much more. Just simply type in the impact play. Moving forward, we are diversifying the show and putting the spotlight on people of color, video game developers, content creators, and overall, people of impact. If you know someone that you believe would be a perfect candidate to make a guest appearance on the show, reach out to us on social or even by sending us an email to contact at theimpactplay.com. Beginning today, we will, we will make a... I'm sorry, we will be taking a slightly different approach to the show. On the first segment, we will discuss what we have been playing. The second segment, as always, will be for news and updates in regards to the gaming industry. And third, we will be uh, we, we will be doing reader mail, where you can submit your questions either on, Discord, on our Discord server or even by simply leaving a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash the impact play. I'm your show host, It's Yaku, and this is episode 57. So on today's agenda, we will be discussing the ongoing debacle between Epic, Apple, and Google. Twitch Prime is now Prime Gaming. Halo Infinite is delayed until 2021, and so much more. So, welcome to the first segment of the show. Where we all discuss what we have been on this week, what we've been playing, what we've been enjoying, what we look forward to, and the like. So, uh, if you aren't aware, I did receive a uh, a beta code for Marvel's Avengers, courtesy of Intel Gaming. So I played that, I believe, yesterday. I played the campaign, uh, the gameplay, the mechanics, everything looked uh, seemed great. But I did not tinker with the multiplayer. Hopefully I'll be able to... Uh, play that on tonight's stream, so I may do that on the uh, on the on the Impact Plays Twitch on my personal channel. But I what I also what I've been playing is Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I did my first playthrough over at Twitch.tv backslash Itsiaku I T S Y A G O O H, and I've also been playing Animal Crossing. And what I am working on is uh, I pretty much kind of built. Well, uh, I did build my own stream room in my basement of my house, but I am working on building a studio outside. So, if you, uh, if anyone has any uh, a studio equipment or uh, computer equipment or what have you on Animal Crossing, be sure to uh, hit me up either on Discord or on social at itsyagu, I-T-S-Y-A-G-O-O-H, and just let me know what you have, and we'll discuss everything there. Uh, let's see. I'm going to getting back uh, uh, on the Destiny 2 grind because I've just certainly missed it. I was planning on doing that last night, but I ended up by, by the time I wanted to stream, it was already late. So I'm like, all right, hopefully I'll be all working on that on Monday. So if you'd like to join join us, be sure to join our Discord. And yeah. So now let's go on to the second, uh, the second segment where we discuss the nitty and gritty in regards to the gaming industry.
So the first major story of the day is it's between Epic Games. Epic Games has is suing Apple and Google, and this was on Thursday uh, for booting its popular game Fortnite from their app store. So literally, what happened was, uh, let me sum this up for you guys before I read before I read it. Epic Games kind of it kind of uh, built its own. Within Fortnite on both Apple and and, and uh, the Google Play version of of it, they've gone ahead and integrated its own payment uh, system, where you know uh, you could either choose Apple or Google Google's uh, payment option, or you could use Ep- uh, Epic's payment option for a twenty percent saving. So within the next day of that, both Apple and Google has taken uh, Fortnite from their stores. You can still download Fortnite either on the Samsung Play Store or any other uh, any other uh, library option. But Apple, you're if you're if you're a part of the Apple ecosystem, you are locked into using using Apple's App Store. So they pretty much are monopolizing their uh, their ecosystem. They're not letting any anyone else build their own library or App Store except theirs. They're using it as an as an excuse, more or less. They're saying oh, to protect their users, which is fine. But the reason why uh, Epic went went ahead and integrated its own payment option is to go around uh, both Google and Apple's thirty percent tax, pretty pretty much more or less. So every payment option, uh, every purchase that was made in Fortnite was charged thirty percent. So Apple would take a hefty fine. Both Apple and Google, by the way. So that is the reason why uh, for uh, why Fortnite was taken down. Uh, my take on this is that thirty percent is way too much, no matter what it is. Uh, but the reason why they're suing them is for other there are certain apps on the App Store that that they have their own uh, payment apps integrated into it. So certain apps they're lenient on, other apps they're restricted. So if it was a, an all around thing. Then they would have been, they would have been fine with it. They would have sued them, or or, or that's why they they are taking them to court. But uh, now let's go ahead and read this news story. Okay, here's what you need to know, and this is coming from Business Insider. Okay, on Thursday morning, Epic announced a permanent twenty percent discount on in-game currency players that use Fortnite. So this is for PC and console as well, not just the mobile market. Okay, uh, to purchase, upgrade, and customize characters. But Epic said it couldn't offer the same discount to mobile players because of Apple and Google's uh, Google take a 30% cut of all in-app purchases. Instead, Epic introduced a way for players to pay directly within the iOS and Android apps, saying it could, it could then pass along the savings onto them. But in bypassing Apple and Google's payment options, Epic broke their App Store rules and and the company swiftly removed Fortnite, respectively. Apple, I'm sorry, Epic imme- immediately fired back with dueling lawsuits and a video roasting Epic's most iconic ad, accusing the tech giant of engaging in my in a monopolistic behavior within within their App Store policies. The latest broadside in its ongoing battle within their company. So, I'll, uh, as we go into the story, I'll go ahead and play that uh, video that they released. 
see if I could find it. Oh, here it is. Okay. Open. No, that's not it. Okay, there we go. Okay, I have the video ready. Now let's go ahead and read more into this story. Okay, let's see. Where are you? Okay, here we go. Emic immediately finally Black Owl's back. We said that. Okay. For years, app developers like Epic have taken issue with the 30% commission Apple and Google charge on all in-app all in purchases, which developers say the company could only get away with because they dominate the mobile operating system market. Most smartphones run on either iOS or Android and make it nearly impossible to download apps outside of their own app stores. On its lawsuit against Google, Epic compl complained that through a variety of legal, technical, and decision obstacles, excuse me, including scary, repetitive security pop-ups to warn users about non-Play Store app uh, downloads, Google had installed itself as an unavoidable middleman for app developers who wish to reach Android users and vice versa. Epic also said in an FAQ on its, wo on its website that Apple doesn't treat all developers the same and allow thousands of apps, including Amazon, GritHub, Nike, uh, SNKRS, Best Buy, DoorDash, Fandango, McDonald's, and StubHub to collect direct payments. Several major developers have already rallied uh, behind Epic, Spotify, which sued Apple over separate but, rela but related antitrust issues last year told Recodes Peter uh, Raktva that Apple's unfair uh, practices have disadvantaged competitors and derived consumers for far too long. A spokesperson for Match Group, which owns dating apps such as Tinder, Hinge, Match, and OkCupid, told, told Business Insider, we fully support Epic Games. Others have yet to speak. Uh, okay. So this is, I think this is day three of Fortnite being taken down from Apple. And it, I think it's the second of, of Google. So Apple and Google are both currently facing multiple antitrust lawsuits and regulatory investigations. And Epic's case could add more fuel. Now let's go ahead and watch the video. Oh, I know it's here. Starting to get the hang of this. I'm using Discord. Okay. Fortnite. Go live. Stay on top. Now let's go ahead and watch. Hey, don't make yourself small. Yes, they have given us their sons, their labor, their truth. 
change. We have taken our tribute, our profits, our control. This power is ours and ours alone. We shall prevail. Epic Games has defied the App Store monopoly. In retaliation, Apple has blocked Fortnite from a billion devices. Join the fight to stop 2020 from becoming 1984. And this is a, a Fortnite's take on uh, Apple's 1984 commercial. Let me see if I could find that. I'm sure you could all see this. For video. Here it is. Oops. Today we celebrate the first glorious anniversary of the information purification directives. Oh, let's wait for it to load. Okay. Today we celebrate the first glorious anniversary of the information purification directives. A garden of pure ideology, where each worker may bloom, secure from the pests of a Apple Computer will introduce Macintosh, and you'll see why 1984 won't be like 1984. There you go. Okay. And then we have something else to share with you guys, another new story. Today, I want to share an important Halo Infinite development update with the community. We have made a difficult decision to shift our release to 2021 to ensure the team has adequate time to, to deliver a Halo game experience that meets our vision. The decision to shift our release is the result of multiple factors that have contributed to development challenges, including the ongoing COVID-related impacts affecting us all this year. I want to acknowledge the hard work from our team at 343 Industries. We have remained committed to making a great game and finding solutions to develop challenge to development challenges. However, it is not sustainable for the well-being of our team or the overall success of the game to ship this holiday. I'm gonna dehydrate it and then I'll read the rest of this. We know this will be disappointing to many of you, and we will share in that uh, sentiment. The passion and, and, does, and support the community has shown over the years has been incredible and inspiring. We wanted nothing more than to play our game with the community this holiday. The extra time will let us finish the critical work necessary to deliver the most ambitious Halo game ever at the quality we know our fans expect. Thank you for your support and understanding. Chris Lee, the studio head of Halo Infinite. 
and this is pretty much uh, Halo being delayed until 2021. So my take on this is great. Whenever a game needs more time, it's more, it's better for us as gamers, and this goes to show. Uh, actually, let's re- let's branch on this from Xbox's uh, from Xbox.com. Xbox Series X launches this November with thousands of games spanning four generations. And now, so now we have a a kind of a idea of uh, exactly when the, uh, Xbox Series X will launch. Today, we, in, we announced updates to Halo Infinite's launch timing. Our vision at the Xbox at 343 Industries has always been to deliver the most ambitious Halo game ever for our fans, while also balancing the team's well-being. To, to do that, we'll need some more time to finish the critical work necessary to launch Halo Infinite, which will come in 2021. We'll have pl- uh, we will have plenty to keep, our, keep you busy until Chief arrives. There will be thousands of games to play, spanning four generations. When Xbox X, when Xbox Series X launches globally this November, over 100 optimized for Xbox Series X titles, built to take full advantage of our most powerful console, are planned for this year. And with uh, brand new console features like hardware accelerated DirectX, ray tracing, frame rates of up to 120 frames per second, faster loading times, and quicker resume for multiple games, playing will look feel. Playing will look and feel better no matter which games you choose to play on day one. Okay, uh, that's pretty much it. And this is pretty much Phil Spencer branching on this uh, reason of the delay on Gary Weta's Animal Talking Show on Twitch. Let's open the link. Okay, so let me uh, kind of discuss this. So whenever a game needs more time... I'm all for it. It's kind of disappointing inside for us as gamers. But if they were to release it now, a pretty much a half-baked game, before I had time to fully cook in the oven, it's the game will die out. And it's bad for them and bad for us. Even though we kind of feel disappointed, it's we are in a difficult time with COVID and everybody doing everybody working remotely. This is the first time that it's been done. That everybody's uh, working remotely. They weren't built for remote work. They're doing the best they can with the, with uh, the tools that they have at hand. So, for instance, uh, again, it's been delayed. I think it was twice. Was uh, what's the game that's coming out this year, this November? Oh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It's been delayed twice. Kudos on them for delaying it because. It's better for us. We're already waiting a couple of months a year. Regardless, uh, whenever a new console is released, it takes at least a year for uh, games to take full advantage of the hardware. To look and feel amazing. So, regardless of the fact, it's still in that window of of games that will be released. So, even day one releases on both sides of the spectrum, Sony and uh, Microsoft aren't releasing that many games on day one of, uh, of the console's release. Except aside from Miles Morales and a few others. Even Miles Morales isn't a full-on game regardless. So, 
please be patient and just support this team. They are having a hard time to deliver us the best uh, product that they can. And this is all for us as gamers. It only will benefit us as gamers. So please be patient. Okay, we got that out of the way. What do we got? All right, let's go into Phil Spencer's. Let's see. Uh, Spencer explained, uh, this comes from IGN, that while he and his team had some potential options on the table when it came to delay, he uh, wanted to make the decision that would have the best intent in the long run for our fans and our platform. We made the decision last week, and I... And I say we, Bonnie Ross, who runs Refro3, Matt Booty, who runs our first party studios organization, and myself. And they be and they came with some options. Things that we could do. Maybe parts of the game that we could ship on given dates. It just didn't feel to all of us like the Halo release that we could have that we would want. So in the end I made the call based on the information that they presented. Uh for the long run, da -da 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 -da, to delay it. But Spencer believed that this was the right call for our fans, Xbox and the developers, and the Halo franchise. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, Spencer elaborated that the final decision to the posting of the news was about a 24-hour turnaround, noting that and part of the urgency comes from so many factors that go into the launch of such a major franchise. Okay, our investment in Game Pass and the portfolio continues to be strong. We've got some more good announcements, really great, strong announcements to come about things that will be coming to Game Pass, he said. I think what you'll see from us around the launch of the console, frankly, isn't going to change too much because we are, uh, because you are going to hear a lot about the console and a lot about Game Pass and how we think about those two things together are a real great value proposition for gamers going into the next generation. So regardless of the fact, Game Pass is the true star of the platform, of the ecosystem, of the next generation console. So regardless, you could always play these games day in, day one. Even when new DLC and content is announced day one on Game Pass. And this is definitely the best deal in gaming. Okay, now let's go into more um, next-gen um, news. This is coming from an article on GameSpot. One of Microsoft's next-generation secrets is rumored about the second Xbox model, Project Lockhart, which is believed to call, be called the Xbox Series S, and this, is, this hasn't been an official confirmation. So there has been a leak with a control, a kind of a, a controller with a retail packaging of a, a robot white controller, and it says on the back of it Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S. And so far, The Verge has confirmed that the leaked images making the rounds of the white uh, uh, next-gen Xbox controller are indeed real. The test and the packaging mentioned that the controller works with L with both the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S consoles. The latter, which has not been announced, the controller will also work. On the standard Xbox One and PC, as well as iOS and Android for X Cloud streaming. And the second console has not been announced. We have no official details on the differences between the Xbox Series X and the Series uh, S. So there is a rumor that there's going to be an announcement this August 
that will go into more details on both consoles. And then that there might even be a price release for uh, next generation for both uh, the PS5 and the Series X and S. So we'll just wait and see, and, and I'll further relay that message t- to you guys. Now, two new Warner Brothers games are set to be un- unveiled at DC's Fandom on August 22nd, including a newly announced Suicide Squad game from Rocksteady. The, the developer of Batman Arkham Knight, the other game will be from Marvel, for, I'm sorry, from Warner Brothers Montreal, developer of spin-off Marvel, Batman Arkham Origins. The WB Montreal is one of the first events of the day. Scheduled for 10.30 a.m. Pacific and will take 20 minutes. You won't want to miss the first look of an exciting new game and Q&A with his developers. The description reads, The studio has been teasing what it looks like a Batman game for some time now. They've used the phrase Capture the Night in their hints. Back in May, the studio tweeted that it's not ready to show its next project just yet. One popular theory is that the game will feature the Court of Owls. The shadowy cabal introduced in Scott Snyder's opening run of the new 52 reboot of Batman, according to Eurogamer, will be called Gotham Knights. At 5 p.m. that same day, a 20-minute panel called Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League is scheduled and will be hosted. Okay, now let's go on to the next article, the next story of the day. Uh, since starting with EA Access on Xbox One, the subscription service has adopted new games according to the platform you're playing on. With the service now heading to Steam, EA is consolidating everything under one new brand, EA Play. This is coming from GameSpot. EA and Origin Access will now simply be EA Play, irrespective of which uh, you're subscribed on Xbox One, PS4, Steam, or through Origin directly. Similarly, Origins Access Premier will now be known as EA Play Pro, but both EA Play and EA Play Pro will be available on both Origin and Steam. Despite the name change, the fundamentals of each service are all the same. EA Play will give you access to the vault of games that is updated periodically, often with EA's own titles month after their initial release. You'll also have access to new games ahead of launch with time limited trial periods that allow you to retain any progress should she, should you purchase the game at a discounted price EA Play will be set at $5 a month or even $30 a year okay EA Play is a brand is a brand the publisher started establishing with its events around E3 this year's theme stream was called EA Play Live and yeah, we know that we know that already. This uh, name change will be will take effective August eighteenth. Now let's go on to the next story. Amazon is also going under rebranding. They're they're changing Twitch Prime, uh, and, now, and it will now be known as Prime Gaming. Even Twitch Prime's even Prime.Amazon.com uh, has gone on to has taken a new URL, Prime Gaming. As part of a move to broaden its audience and appeal across a wider audience in even more platforms. And this is from coming from gamesindustry.biz. And, and this is a, a new story coming from PlayStation's official Twitter account. 
this is in relation to Marvel's Avengers. PlayStation, those who are, I'm sorry, those who play on PlayStation's platform will get uh, their exclusive character, Spider-Man, and a little backstory. And anyone who, who's playing on, on any other console or, or any other platform besides PlayStation will not have access to Spider-Man. I know this is a kind of a sad news story for us as gamers as a whole, but in the back end and the business side of things, this is great for Sony to secure Spider-Man. Please be aware that Sony has the rights for us to create movies in relation to, to, to the Spider-Man uh, character, not gaming. This has uh, this is in regards to a new deal between Sony, Crystal Dynamics, and Square Enix. And this is a great uh, deal. So those who, who've pre-ordered elsewhere, who have uh, more than one platform, will more likely to change their pre-order to Sony's version of Marvel's Avengers. So, after, after spending time in Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Upper operative Sam Fisher is bringing his iconic brand of stealth to Rainbow Six Siege. A specialist Zero, he will be introduced with the Operation Shadow Legacy Update, which we'll learn from about this Sunday at 1 p.m. Central. Hold on. Uh, Central. Let me see. That should be this Sunday. Yeah, that's, no, that's 2 a.m. So let me see if that was announced. Okay, let's see. Open. No, this is an old article. Let me look this up real quick. Since this is the last uh, news story of the day. Okay, four hours ago. Yeah, he's been revealed. Okay. Okay, let me show that trailer to you guys. Share screen. Okay. Where is that? Oh, here it is. Okay. It actually looks great. Sam Fisher joins Rainbow Team Zero. Full reveal Sunday. Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, right? No, 2, a, 2, a, 2 a.m. So let's go ahead and find it. Let's go back and let's go to videos. Four days ago, four days ago. Let's go to YouTube. That's the best way to do it. Four days ago. Reveal. This is four days ago. That's all it's showing the same video. This is just nope. Okay, let's look this up on Google search. New stories four hours ago. It says full reveal today. Game spot. Is there a trailer? That's a teaser trailer we know. Oh, yeah, August 16th, okay. Those will be streamed in Rainbow Six Twitch account. So is this still going on? 
yeah, it's going on live. So be sure to give them a follow. And I'm sure this will this will be on YouTube and everywhere else later on after the after the match or the game. Okay. The more we know, we know. Fisher will also be joining Elite Squad, a new mobile game set to release on August 27th. The only thing Fisher isn't doing these days is staring is starring in a new Splinter game that I think people want most from this aging hero. And I actually enjoyed the Splinter Games series. It was really great. What's this? I guess this is a better version of it. Okay, this is 1080, so I'll go ahead and show this trailer with you guys again. You should know better than to write me off. Consider this a teaching moment. See if we have any last minute news stories that I may have missed or that just came up. Did that same Fisher? We know that Rainbow. We know that. We know that. Okay. Hmm. Let's see, what's this about? Video game high score brings solid dose of nostalgia and history to fans. This is from the Nintendo Wire. Uh, so this is about the history of gaming pretty much. And it looks like Nintendo is the main focus. Oh wait, hold on. I think I added this to my list on... Netflix, let's see. If I'm not mistaken. Let me check real quick. No, I didn't. Okay. Let me search for it. Let's see if it's out yet. Yeah, it's out. Uh... No, it's just a trailer. It's a limited series coming Wednesday. This uh, docuseries traces the history of classic video games, featuring insights from the innovators who brought these worlds and characters to life. Okay, let me do the trailer on Netflix. Let me see if I can share it. If I can find that on YouTube. High score trailer. Copy. 
What are you doing there for? Okay, there we go. Oops. No, it's not coming for them. Okay, let me Google it real quick. If not, I'll do it. Actually, let's do it from within Netflix. What's it called? High score. Okay. Okay. Okay, let me share that now with you guys. games afford you the opportunity to start over. In games, we all start at the exact same place to play together because we're all playing by the same rules. Long before the internet, a handful of visionaries reimagined the world. We felt that we were creating a world-changing technology. I had no idea what to expect. People no longer played video games, they played Nintendo. It all started when our hero Mario had a very strange dream. Having a fast console wasn't enough for Sega. They needed a new hit game. You'd see kids screaming, Sega! Sega! They woke up Nintendo. We have the biggest consumer electronics company on the planet. We were creating a world-changing technology. I had no idea what to expect. People no longer played video games, they played Nintendo. It all started when our hero Mario had a very strange dream. Having a fast console wasn't enough for Sega. They needed a new hit game. You'd see kids screaming, Sega! Sega! They woke up Nintendo. They have the biggest consumer electronics company on the planet. Coming after us? Awesome. It is a sick video game. Shame on people that produce that trash. <laughs> I made the worst game of all time. What we did back then was ahead of its time, but the time is now. High score. Okay. Okay, now let's check. Uh, for any last minute news stories. Let's see, what do we got? There's a new DLC that will be available this November for Fortnite. So Joker. Yeah, I'm sorry, coming November 17th and available to Fortnite on all platforms. The Left Left Bundle. Is vision theme, I'm sorry, it's villain theme. It includes a Joker, Poison Ivy, and a Menace Rex outfit along with with the Laugh Riot, Back Bloom, and Menace Crest Black uh, Back Bling. Additionally, you can get the Ivy Axe, Kingmaker, and Bad Joke, and the Joke's Revenge Pickaxes, and a, and the Pick a Card Con Trail. This, is, this came from GameSpot. Okay, let's see. 
Okay. Home. Microsoft Flight Simulator launches this week. Uh, I see any noteworthy news stories. Hmm. I'm not seeing anything here. Yeah, same. Okay, let's check something else. Yeah, that's about it. I guess I could I could uh, talk about this. Amazon UK lists uh, Zelda Skyward Sword for the Switch. Could Amazon UK at least it thinks it could be happening? A listing for the game has not popped up on the retailer's website on the Amazon UK website without an image though. This came from NintendoEverything.com. Uh, I think that's it. Now let's see if we have any uh, reader mail. Give me a second. Let me check Anchor and then let's check Discord. No, I'm not seeing any notifications. Okay, Discord. Okay, that's pretty much it. I'm not seeing anything else. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's about it. Dude, thank you guys so much for making the Impact Play a part of your day. We'll be sure to join the Discord and be a part of an ever-growing community where we are more than a community, we are a family. You can be a part of the show by leaving us a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash the impact play leave us a review or even just a rating on your favorite platform have a great one until next time